Season 2, Episode 11. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 11 of the Baseline Feed Podcast. Are you a writer? Are you looking for a place to show off what you're capable of? We could work with you. While our submissions for Season 3 have closed, we do encourage you to keep writing and submit your stories to us for Season 4 when the call is sent out. Also, if you're a voice actor and would like to work with us, send a voice demo to casting at baselinefeed.com. If you're not ready with a demo tape, feel free to contact us and we can help you with a simple audition. Casting for Season 3 will begin within the next few weeks. In the show notes, we've provided an open invite to our Discord server if you're interested in working with a supportive community to develop your skills. Also, you can check out our website at baselinefeed.com for more information. In lieu of today's episode, you better have your admission tickets ready because it's time to take a trip to Life Park. Run by Jason Porras, you'll encounter C.M. Peters, Daniel Barton, Katie Tatry, Arthur Unk, Bailey Wood, and Evan Jaffe during your visit. So, welcome to Life Park. And remember, life's a park, and then you die. Okay, an empty parking lot. What a start. This place... What the hell did I get myself into? Too late to turn back now, I guess. Time to enter this life park, or whatever. <laughs> you there. Stop dilly-dallying and staring. Use your ticket and get inside. No refunds. I jumped at the sound. Before I had the chance to question its location... A small booth lit up at the side of the park's entrance. The sign on top of it was marked as Tickets Not Optional. <sighs> Wonderful. Great start to this life business. Ooh, I have to get a ticket now. Hell in a handbasket. What's next? I walked over to the booth and looked the man over. He was old. Like, really, really old. His wrinkles had wrinkles and his mouth drooped like that of a big mastiff. Only thing missing was the drool. Oh, wait. There it was. He scowled at me disapprovingly from behind the counter. His milky blue eyes narrowed and he shook his head. What you doing here, girlie? I told you to go inside. Stop wasting your own damn time. You only have so much of it. What? You said I needed a ticket. It says not optional. Freshly made and already not listening. I said you gotta use it. Check your damn sack. The tired old man stared at me as I searched the loose, squishy sack around my waist. 
I ruffled around and my hands found the piece of hard plastic. On it were the words, your soul, follow directions for best outcome. Deviate at your own risk. Mistakes, one. Uh, old man, where did this come from? And what does it mean by mistakes? I looked up to ask one of the many questions that swirled in my mind, but the grotesque old dude had vanished, and so had the booth. I spun around, but he was nowhere to be found. I'll just figure it out by myself then! Shit. Welcome to Life Park, where your life begins and ends. You're one and only chance. But don't worry about the why of it all. You suck, and nothing matters. Now try and enjoy it. Or, you know, don't. It's your own damn choice. guide around the park. Fucking hell, where did you come from? Tisk tisk, miss. No profanity needed. I am called Void Butler, here to provide you with guidance. I shall tell you what is expected of you. You should try to listen if you wish to avoid further mistakes. Firstly, try and ignore the void. Just endure it and move on. A migraine slammed into me like a truck. The ridiculousness of it all left me rubbing my temples, the pressure building. What was that guy saying? I tried to process both him and the disembodied voice, but it just made the pain worse. Listen here, you... you... Void butler, miss. Right. I'm not calling you that. How about Jeeves or Sir Pain in my ass? I just got here and I'm already tired of everything. Another mistake already... This will not do. Remember what I said. You have to endure. Anyway, she might change your mind. Ta-ta for now. He vanished in a puff of black smoke. I felt eyes on me, so I looked around. There they were. Two bright yellow ovals on a poster. I walked over and saw the colorful figure on it. The face was blurred except for the eyes. Then, it moved. Wow, is that a clown? How's it moving? Out of the poster came the clown, a very unusual one at that. Voluptuous, with alabaster skin almost as white as the makeup on her face. Her pouty smile made me blush. There was something absolutely captivating about her. I walked towards her, entranced. <laughs> I heard you're tired. Wanna hit the sack with me, sweet cakes? I'll make you feel real good, baby girl. Come rest on Mama's ample bosom. Uh, me? I mean, sure. You are so very attractive. I want... As I reached her, she put her hands at the small of my back. I could feel her breath on my neck. But... but something felt wrong. So I pulled back and took a few steps back. 
I think I'm okay for now. Thanks, though. Oh, come on now, sugar tits. I'm itching to do a little stabbing. Literally and metaphorically. You know you want it. Time to get bloody. <laughs> when she opened her mouth to laugh, I noticed the needle-like teeth. Her eyes glowed with a fierce light that threatened to engulf my very being. The contradiction between her playboy bunny figure and the terrifying facade of a monster from my nightmares made me gape. I wasn't sure what scared me more, the butcher's knife or the monstrous sex toy she held on either hand. But I didn't stick around to find out. I sprinted away and the clown's laughter followed close behind. By the time I stopped, I was so out of breath I was panting and wheezing. My clothes were drenched in sweat. A wild first romance. Another mistake. Did you enjoy it, miss? No matter. Are you more inclined to listen now? Time for the first attraction, the college bump. A must for a good life. She won't be here, right? No, no, do not fret. Just follow the plan and it will all be fine and dandy. Welcome to the college bump. Search for yours and begin. The rest is up to you, miss. Wait, what? No, don't just leave me here. Fuck, what am I even supposed to do? Hey, for someone who's meant to guide me, you really suck at it, you know? Fuming, I turned to look at what he had pointed. A long row of colorful bumper cars. Some adorned with pink bows, other like race cars. It didn't take long to spot it. A worn-down, gray-colored wreck. I somehow felt... No, I knew it was mine. <sighs> Just my luck. It had to be that one, didn't it? No one owes you anything. Now get on with it, girly. Struggle and overcome. Don't you keep them others waiting. As I looked back at the bumper cars, I saw them. They turned in my direction for a brief moment and then turned away. A shiver ran down my spine. They looked human. If you ignored their heads. Where their faces should be, there was only stretched flesh. Like enormous puckered lips. Or something grosser I avoided thinking about. <sighs> Truly hell in a handbasket, huh, old man? What's up with these... things? I don't really want to get on this ride. It's your choice, girly. But you'll regret it. You heard the void guy? Don't you worry about them. Focus on yourself. These assholes got their own shit to worry about. Now get going! I considered walking away. I really did. But after that first or was it second mistake that led to that damn scary clown, something nagged at me. I swallowed my fear, frowned, and walked on. And put your damn seatbelt on. Ready? Go. Give me a second, huh? What the... Shit! Ugh, chill, what the hell? It was chaos. I slammed my foot on the throttle, swerving left and right. I got hit repeatedly, hard. My teeth rattled and my mind went blank. I felt empty. It was as if they targeted me, hungrily. Oh, it's like that! Well, I can play that game too, fucking pricks! 
I went on the offensive, but it didn't help. I ended up crashing even more, and I felt worse. I didn't respond. It felt pointless. I tried to ignore the voice. I kept struggling with the cars repeatedly. I could win. It would, right? Come along, miss. About time we move on and begin your life in earnest. Hey, I was getting the hang of that. It might start being fun. I just need to keep going for a bit longer. Damn it, let go of me. It was a lie. I had been about to give up when he pulled me out, but I couldn't admit it. My fatigue was building ever more, yet I kept my mouth shut. I had to endure the hollow feeling, the emptiness. Yes, yes, miss. Come along now. Next stop is the very necessary shooting range. You should not skip this one. That would not do. It is called Job Hunt. This way. So let me get this straight. I shoot targets, but they might refuse to be hit and then ricochet back at me. I have to convince them that I'm good enough. Even though I've never done this before? Exactly. For quite the pitiful person, you are a quick study. Well then, until next time, miss. And there he goes. Fan-fucking-tastic. Finally here, are ya? Here's your gun. Better pick the right one, or you'll get stuck in a cage you can't escape. Cage? What do you mean by that, old man? <laughs> no matter. Just choose carefully. The plastic rifle in my hands felt cheap, ready to fall apart, but it was heavy. I turned, frowned, and read the text under the targets. Dish carrier at Shithole Cafe, junior clerk at Money Money Co., bureaucratic drone at Power Hungry Pigs, hard pass. Are any of these good? Hmm, what's this one? Inflated tech person, overpaid and overworked. Sure, why not? Let's try it. Fuck! Didn't realize it would hit my face. How am I supposed to show how good I am to a target? I stood there for some time and stared out, searching for an answer. I tried saying good things, but they were all rejected. Welts formed on my skin and one of my eyes was swollen shut. You're shockingly bad at this. Ugh, how am I supposed to get these? At least with the bumper cars there was some progress. I think. What am I even doing? I'm... I'm just so damn tired of everything. No! Damn it, not her again! Oh, yes, yes, it's me! 
Ready for that romp, hot stuff? I'm really raring to go. I'll help you reach your life's climax. Come here, sweet cakes. Let me show you what passion is. You can forget all this job nonsense when you're with me. Doesn't that sound good? My mind went blank again. Her attractive figure pulled me to her. I approached the scary clown and she wrapped her arms around me. Her smell was intoxicating. A long tongue extended from her mouth and licked my cheek. Sharp claws raked my skin and blood dripped down my back. I snapped out of it right as she was about to sink her teeth into my neck. I pushed her off. I knew that if I stayed with that creature, she would do unspeakable things to me. I ran like hell. How dare you sprint away? I'll slice your tendons and use them to make pasta. I'll cut your little toesies to make pigs and blankets. Guess what I'll wrap them with? Rhymes with baby, yeah? Meet on me, baby girl. All your little pieces will be mine. Nails, eyes, everything. Just you wait, bitch. You can't run forever. But I definitely can. Clown physics. Fuck, shit, damn clown, just leave me alone, I need... I ran through a dark tunnel. Lights flashed, and whenever I turned back, I could see her horrible face approaching me. As I was getting desperate, I realized I had taken the rifle with me. Adrenaline and fear turned to courage. I spun around and puffed up my chest. Okay, you filthy creep show, let's see what you think of this. I'm better off without you, bitch. No luck for the jobs. Instead, you went down a dark rabbit hole, wasting time cavorting with the other one. Miss, what am I to do with you? What? But I got that stalker weirdo. Doesn't that count for something? I, for one, am proud. You beat your own demon. That is, how they say, a you problem. It was the least you could have done. Anyway, come along, miss. Time to check on the alternative routes. Look at me, I used the toilet to be my own power. That's what you sound like. Get over yourself. Repeat after me. You're nothing. You're empty. You are void. Huh? No, I did that. You can't... And where did that get you? Stuck in a worse situation than before. So say it. But I... Say I'm nothing. I'm empty. I'm void. I was nothing. Empty. Void. Good. 
We trudged over a dirt-covered path to a row of wooden stalls. A tall, imposing roller coaster framed the background. The letters BDC blinked on the sign ahead. Since the job hunt did not pan out, you should use this one. The Baby Drop Coaster. You will get one to take care of and find some kind of purpose in your miserable life. What if I want to leave instead? End this? Or go back to that rabbit hole? Or... Your choice, miss. But do you really think you would do better? I can try harder. Go back to the range or even the clown? No, definitely not that. Are there no other rides? Miss... This is what is expected of you. The other rides are tougher for one such as yourself, weak and small. I truly suggest you go get seated. I shall bring your baby over. I wanted to speak up, say that I could do it, even if it was harder, even if everything was against me, but I couldn't. My mouth pursed and my eyes stung as tears streamed down my face. I bit my lip and drew blood. I walked away, dejected. As I approached the coaster, I noticed the old man was there, watching me approach. He had a dark look on his face. I didn't expect you to end up on this route, you know. Not like this. Maybe after getting a job, or finding yourself a man. Not fooling around with girls. You make me sad, youngin. But what's done is done. No do-overs. One shot's all you get. Ah, miss. Good. Take a seat. We are back on track, pardon the pun. And here is your infant. Be the best mother you can be. Fare thee well. Fair. Wait, that's all you have to say to me? I felt the weight in my arms. A blanket-wrapped bundle. As I unwrapped it, I saw that it was a baby. Or the shape of one. It was made of raw, glistening meat. It stared at me with bright red eyes. Took you long enough. Let's go. I'm on a ride. Come on, let's go already. You can speak? What? Very funny, Mama. Show the man your ticket so we can get on. The child was disgusting, revolting, but... But this felt like a much-needed change of pace. Like I had something to live for, someone who needed me. Deep inside, I knew better. The feeling of emptiness wouldn't go away. I stared blankly at the wriggling mass of muscle and fat in my hands. The coaster is leaving soon. Need your ticket to let you through. What's it gonna be, girly? Will you run away again? Or face this head on? They say there's no shame in quitting, whoever they are. The old man had his hand extended toward me, glowering. I resented that, and him. I hadn't asked for any of this. I was shoved around, forced to pick between horrible choices, and for what? but I had no energy to fight. I pulled out the ticket. It was frayed, battered, and the ink was smudged. The phrase on it had changed. End of the line. What does that mean? Doesn't matter. 
Here. Seven mistakes. <laughs> Could have been worse, I guess. Remember, girly, this here is your life, your choices. Now get going. Mom, Mama. Yes, I'm almost ready. Give me one second. I just need a moment. Come on already. I want to go on a coaster. Fuck. Okay, I'm going. I walked forward and the baby wrapped itself around my left arm. Tightly. It hurt, but it looked safe there. We stepped on the ride. My little girl smiled at me and bit down hard, breaking through skin. Her blood-stained teeth shone in the bright lights. I shivered, looked away, and forced myself to ignore the pain. Just you and me now, Mama. You're all mine. Uh, yes. We climbed the track and I closed my eyes, trying to get used to the biting and slurping of the creature that was mine and mine alone. The pain receded, and when I opened my eyes, it was only us on the coaster. Wait, where did the park go? You made your choice. The voice faded and the climbing sensation stopped. My little meat girl had grown in size. Looked like a teenager. She was still chewing on what was left of my arm and had started on my shoulder. Flesh ripped as she tore away at my skin. Blood flowed down my chest and I heard her chewing through sinew and chunks of muscle. Then she stopped. She was an adult herself. I guessed it was her turn to go to the park. Suddenly, my stomach dropped as I started falling. The vast emptiness within me echoed in the blackness all around. Down and down I went. My girl vanished from my side. I'd lost a piece of me. I felt myself slowly grow old. My body ached all over. My hair fell. My right hand grew gaunt. Yet, I kept falling. Thank you for visiting my park. You did a really bad job. Now fuck off! Girlie, that was all that was in ya. Could've done so much better. Shame. An unforgettable, albeit an unpleasant stay. Happy to be of service, miss. You were a disappointment. You should have picked me, honey buns. I would have made you feel so good. If only you had listened. Too late now, bitch. Bye-bye. <laughs> Finally time to die. Funny. I came to Life Park and all I got was this lousy void. And so I ended as I began. Empty.
A big thank you to Jason Porras for this great story. We hope to work with him again in the future. Let's also highlight our voice talent. CM Peters is you, or is it me? Anywho, Daniel Barton as the Void Butler, Katie Tatry as a damn scary clown, Arthur Unk as the tired old man, Bailey Wood as the child of meat, and Evan Jaffe as the lousy void itself. Production, musical arrangements, and episode artwork were by Tanner Wood. Check out our Patreon for early access to all of our episodes and some special editions coming down the line. Or you can sign up just to support the show. This was our last episode of Season 2. We have a few things up our sleeves for the summer, and we'll see you next fall for Season 3 as well. In the meantime, why not hop onto our Discord server? We have a wacky collection of minds who are more than willing to help you write your own story. Share tips and tricks about voice acting and sound setups, have movie nights and even game nights. Come join us for some behind the scenes experiences.